Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. It's time for another podcast. It's time for another podcast. How great is our God? Is he mighty? Is he strong? Is he the true and the living God? Somebody out there that's listening, say yes. Glory, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. He is the God of heaven and earth. He is the God that supply of all our needs. Run to him. Give your heart to him. Become saved for those that are not saved. Know that you can rely on him for those that are saved. Ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. What a great and mighty God we serve. And terrible in judgment. But yet have mercy and show of mercy unto whom he will. What a mighty God we serve. Let's go into prayer. Thank you, Jesus, for another blessed day. Look into you, O Father God, those that hear the word, O God. Let them hear, O God, and their faith be increased. O my God, what a glorious Father which is in heaven, hallelujah, that we serve. What a mighty God that we serve. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing us today. And I believe by faith that you're going to do everything, hallelujah, that you said you will do. So it's in Jesus' name I pray. And I give you the praise and all the glory. Amen. Let's go into the word of God. But before that, I'm going to give you a topic. A topic, and this is what you should think on. Hearers of this word, think on this. Does God judge the wicked and the righteous with the same judgment? Does God judge the wicked and the righteous with the same judgment? Ask yourself this question. And with that, let's move right along. Uh, I'll be turning the pages. And we're going to be going to Luke 27. No, I'm sorry. Luke 21 and 7 through 31. And I'll be reading it to you. Reading it into your hearing. Let's go right to it. 7th verse, starting there. And going to the 31st verse. And they asked him saying. Master. But when shall these things be? Question mark. And what sign will there be. When these things shall come to pass? Question mark. And he said. Stop right there. Everybody. Moving from the black to the red. Take heed. That ye be not deceived. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Go ye not, therefore, after them. But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass. But the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be 
and divers places, and famines, and pestilence, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. But before all these, they shall lay their hands on you, and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues, and unto prison, being brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake. And it shall turn to you for a testimony. Saddle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what ye shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And ye shall be betrayed both by parents and brethren and kinsfolk and friends and some of you shall they cause to be put to death and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake but there shall not an hair of your head perish and your patience possess ye your souls and when ye shall see Jerusalem <clears throat> excuse me compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter thereinto. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive unto all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. And there shall be signs in the sun and, it, and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men hearts failing them for fear. And for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. And he spake to them a parable. Behold the fig tree and all the trees, when they now shoot forth, ye see and know of your own selves the summer is now nigh at hand. So likewise, ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. What a mighty word of God. 
that stands alone. As I turn the pages, I would like to go to Genesis 18 and 20 through 33. Listen as I turn the pages. Genesis 18 and 20 to 33. And the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. Because their sin is very grievous. I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me. And if not, I will know. God always knows what's going on. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord, and Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? I'm going to continue in this word, but let me read that 23rd verse again. And Abraham, a man, drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Let's see what happened. Peradventure, oh, there be 50 righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the 50 righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee shall not the judge of all the earth do right here we have a man abraham who saying acts speaking to god and saying shall not the judge of all the earth do right will he judge the righteous with the wicked let's move on 26 verse and the lord said if i find in sodom 50 righteous within the city then I will spare all the place for their sakes. Oh, so now we see here in the 26th verse, God speaking to Abraham saying, yeah, I will do it. If I find 50 righteous, I'll do it. Uh-huh. So let's go on. 27th verse. And Abraham answered and said, behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust. And ashes. Abraham knew his place. I am but dust myself. We are made from the dust of the earth. Who are we speaking to? A king. The king of kings. The lord of lords. And whom we love. And we respect. Hallelujah. A great scripture to show how to respect God. 28 verse. Per adventure. There shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five. And he said, if I find there are 40 and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake it to him yet again <laughs> and said, peradventure, there shall be 40 found there. And he said, I will not do it for 40 sake. Man, it seems like this is going on and on and on. And God is saying, okay, he's given him what he's asking for. Let's see how the story goes on. And he said unto him, Oh, let not the Lord be angry. I will speak peradventure there. Shall 30 be found 
there. And he said, I will not do it if I find 30 there. And he said, behold, now I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord. Peradventure, there shall be 20 found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 20's sake. And he said, oh, let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak yet, but this once peradventure, 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 10's sake. And he and the Lord went his way. And as soon as he had left communing with Abraham, and Abraham returned into his place. So we see here that Abraham is asking God not to destroy the city if he find a certain amount of righteous people, which were never found. But he used the word of, will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? And as the conversation went on, he was telling him as he went down the line, the amount of people, if he found to be righteous, would he destroy the city? And each time, God told him he would not do it if he found those righteous people there. So does God bring his wrath and his judgment on the righteous and the wicked together? Meaning that will he destroy the wicked with the righteous? Will he consume them and his judgment along which is the righteous along with the wicked? The answer to that is no. God doesn't do that. So, let's move right along. What I'm trying to show forth is I want people to read. I want you to read. Um, the things that I'm saying, you can read about. So now, when you look in Revelation, you have seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven vials. These are the wrath of God being poured out. Now, read Revelation chapter 5 through 16. Chapter 5 through the 16th chapter. The 5th chapter all the way through the 16th chapter. And you will see about God's judgments being poured out. So now this is the decision you have to make. And this is the point that I'm trying to bring across to you. Does God judge the wicked and the righteous with the same judgment? Okay. Now, let's go on over to 1 Corinthians 15 and 52. Remember, it's your decision. Listen to the, listen to the pages turn. Doesn't that sound good? If it's the word of God, it's, it should sound good to the hearer. Because you know we're going to eat. So, we're going over here to 1 Corinthians 15 and 52. And it reads as this. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised uncorruptible, and we shall be changed. This is to the page's turn as we turn to another verse. 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16.
And it reads as this. 1 Thessalonians 4th chapter 16 verse. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Let me read the 17th verse too. Then we which are alive and remain shall be remain and shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. To God be the glory. So, let me say something. There are people during the great tribulation times that become Christians during that time. There are people during the great tribulation times that become Christians during that time. There are people when the mark of the beast is out and people are actually receiving the mark of the beast. There are people that are going to become Christians at that time. Not before that time. And then they will be martyred. A lot of them will be taken and be deemed as, I believe, as terrorists. Some will be deemed as um, different uh, things will be accused of them. Um, and they're not going to um, be held accountable by God because it's not true. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. He said that the Bible says that he deceived many. So one of the deceptions of that time, I believe, deceptions will be that um, that those that become Christians at those times, they will deceive, not the Christians, but the, the people that received the mark, and the enemy, which is the Antichrist, the man of sin, will somehow deceive people into believing um, that the people are of the Christianity are the ones that are causing the trouble, are causing the problems, the ones that are doing the crimes, um, that are worthy of death. So somehow that deception is going to be perceived to people. I believe that that's going to be a deception. So let me read this again. There are people during the great tribulation times that become Christians during that time. God bless. Y'all have a blessed evening. May to God be the glory.